There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Season 3 of Confessions of a New Grad. This podcast is an ongoing story, so if you haven't listened to Seasons 1 and 2 yet, I would recommend starting there. Also, just a heads up, there's some swearing and adult themes in this show. Chapter 35 The Proposal Here they come, Bentley whispered. The two of us were crammed together in an itchy shrubbery. A few feet in front of us was an opulent spread of champagne, charcuterie, and chocolate-covered strawberries on top of a pale, blue-and-white checkered picnic blanket. Good, I panted, sweat dripping down the bridge of my nose. I was more than happy to do this for James and Bree, but my God, was I uncomfortable. Bentley and I had been squatting for at least half an hour at this point, and one of his knees was digging into my side. Bree looks so beautiful, Bentley said, his eyes shining with what, to me at least, was unexpected emotion. She did indeed look beautiful, in a soft pink maxi dress that flowed out behind her, splashing magnificently against the turquoise waves as the sky shifted from blue to gold. She was laughing, and James was holding her hand, and as I began to snap pictures, I wondered if I'd ever be as in love or happy as the two of them. Oh my god, it's happening, Bentley said excitedly through clenched teeth as Bree and James approached the pre-planned spot. We couldn't hear what James was saying over the crashes of the waves, but when James got down on one knee, Bentley pulled the string he'd been clinging to for nearly an hour now, and a bunch of pink rose petals drifted down from the palm tree above them. Oh, it's so romantic, Bentley said, tears now fully formed in his dark eyes as he made to stand up and congratulate them. Wait, I said, pulling him back down with me. Something's wrong. Brie was staring down at James, her hands clasped in front of her mouth, not moving. Oh, she's just in shock, Bentley said slowly. But even as Bentley said it, we saw Brie shaking her head and crying. Now James looked like he was the one in shock. His other knee gave out as an enormous wave crashed onto the pair of them. Oh, no, Bentley breathed. And even though we couldn't hear them, we could see Bree's mouth forming the words, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. She tried to put her arm on James's shoulder, but he pushed it away. At that point, Bree broke down completely and ran back up the beach toward the villa. Bree, no, wait, I didn't mean to. James's words were strangled in a cry. He put his head into his hands and sobbed uncontrollably. Then he got up and sprinted after where Bree had disappeared into the sunset. Bentley and I sat there, stunned, for several seconds, watching the rose petals thrash and tear in the incoming tide. 
What do we do now? Bentley asked. I don't know, I said. Oh, look, they're coming back, Bentley began, hopefully. A dark silhouette was running up the beach toward us, their identity concealed by the direct sun streaming behind them. But even from this distance, I could tell that it was too large to be either Bree or James. Oh, no, Bentley groaned. The jogger was a shirtless Braylon in a pair of too tight shorts. Something tickled my toe, and I realized that Bentley and I were sitting in the middle of an army of fire ants. Ooh! I shrieked, leaping up. Braylon shouted in surprise at the sudden sight of me, tripped over a rock, and face-planted into the sand. What are you two doing? He demanded, spitting sand out of his mouth. Neither Bentley nor I felt like telling Braylon what had just happened. We looked at each other apprehensively, and then one of the ants bit me, and I ran into the water to wash it off. What's all this? Braylon picked himself up off the sand suspiciously, eyeing the champagne and rose petals. Oh, uh, someone just proposed here, Bentley said. Really? Who? We don't know them, I lied, but they asked us to take pictures for them, so that's why we were hiding in the bushes. Braylon's eyes narrowed. This couple was so cheap that they entrusted their once-in-a-lifetime proposal pictures to two random strangers they met at the beach. Uh, yeah, Bentley said. Not everyone is rich, Braylon, I said reproachfully. Braylon frowned. This spread hasn't been touched, so where'd they go? Well, the proposal kind of backfired, Bentley said cautiously. And you two just decided to continue cozying up to each other in the bushes after they left? Braylon glared at me. Steve's been looking for you at the Villa Brooklyn. Oh, uh, I'll go get him then, I began. But Braylon didn't look convinced. He could probably tell that Bentley and I were lying. He just was mistaken about what exactly the lie was. Bentley's eyes widened as he realized what Braylon was insinuating, and he looked around, clearly eager to change the subject. It's a shame that this gorgeous setup is going to go to waste. It's such a beautiful spot and there's still an hour or so before the sun goes down. You know who'd love it, Braylon? Who? Braylon asked blankly. Gemma. How are things going between you two anyway? Oh, you're right. Gemma would love this. Yeah. How about we all go hang out with Gemma and- I'll go grab her now and the two of us can have a romantic evening together, Braylon said with sudden inspiration. Those people with the failed proposal probably aren't going to be using their champagne at this point, eh? Uh, Bentley and I looked at each other, but Braylon was already sprinting back up the beach toward our villa. What the hell, Bentley? I demanded, swatting him on the side of the head. I'm sorry I panicked. The lies. It was so stressful. He's Polly, and Gemma doesn't know, and you just suggested he woo her tonight in a ridiculously romantic setting, which is only going to make her like him more. I... she doesn't know? Why didn't you tell her, Brooklyn? Because she was out surfing with Brie all day, and I've been in a freaking bush with you. I was planning on telling her once we got back home, but now... Ugh! Okay, it's okay. We'll run back and intercept them. Come on. I glowered at him, but agreed. By the time we got back to our villa, I was a puddle of sweat. There you are, Brooklyn. Have you seen Bree? Lana asked, waving from one of the hammocks on the patio. I, uh, no. I lied wildly. Have you seen Gemma? 
Yeah, she's in the shower. Apparently, Braylon is taking her out somewhere tonight, but he didn't give her any notice to get ready. He is so rude. Yeah, I agreed, rushing past Lana and down the hall to Braylon and Gemma's room. I knocked on the door forcefully, and Braylon opened it a crack. What? I need to talk to Gemma. She's in the shower. He rolled his eyes. And then we're leaving. We barely have any time before sunset at this point. Why do chicks insist on never being ready to do anything, ever? I need to see her before you go, I said. Why? It's just, it's urgent, okay? Can you tell her to come find me out on the terrace before you guys go? Fine, Braylon moaned. Thank you, I said curtly as he slammed the door in my face. Pina colada? A seductive voice asked. I looked up warily to see Apollo smoldering down at me. Yeah, actually, I said, taking the frothy drink he held out to me. Wow, this is really good. Yeah, Lana made them because no one could find James, he explained. I've had five. His face was flushed and his eyes were a little out of focus. I can tell, I said coldly. Where's Amanda? Still in bed. He hung his head. She's really under the weather. That sucks, I said, turning my back on him and heading out onto the terrace overlooking the beach. I gazed down at the now golden ocean, a soft breeze welcome on my clammy neck. Were you just out for a run? Apollo asked. Yeah. With Bentley? Yeah. Are you guys like a thing or... Seriously? I'm sorry. I'm gonna go take a shower. I made to storm out, then remembered I was supposed to be waiting for Gemma, turned back around, and sank onto the hammock in a huff. Are you... okay? I'm fine, I'm just hot. Why don't you shower then? Because I've got to tell Gemma something. What? None of your business. Okay, well, I was actually going to ask you something about that anyway. About Gemma? Yeah. Is she, and no judgment if she is, but I figured maybe she wasn't, so I just thought I'd ask. Get to the point, Apollo. Is Gemma polyamorous? No. Wait, why are you asking? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, last night, after you asked me what polyamory was, I went to the bathroom and I overheard Braylon telling some girl that he was poly, so I just thought I should tell you. I could be way off base, 
But I don't get the impression that Braylon has been up front with Gemma about that. I stared at him stonily. On the one hand, it was kind of sweet that he was concerned about Gemma, but on the other, you are such a fucking hypocrite, Apollo. Me? Why? Imagine not being up front with a girl you're dating. How awful. Look, I appreciate you trying to play the knight in shining armor here to rescue Gemma from all the bullshit, but you basically did the same thing to Amanda and I. I didn't. Brooklyn, I've told you I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. But neither you nor Amanda asked me to be exclusive, so I was dating around, yeah. But I wasn't lying to either of you. Braylon calls Gemma his girlfriend, and she rightfully assumes that means he's not interested in anyone else, but in reality, he's, I hate both of you. His face fell. Do you really hate me? I wanted to keep being short with him. I really did. But I didn't like seeing him look so sad. No, I don't hate you. It's okay if you do, he said, sinking down next to me on the hammock. His excess weight pulled the hammock further toward the ground and caused me to slide onto his lap. Oops, he said, pulling me up. Suddenly, we were nose to nose, and his eyes were reflecting speckles of gold from the sunlight. I could feel his breath on my face, and even though we were sitting on a hammock in full view of anyone who might happen to walk outside, I wanted him to kiss me. I'm coming, Braylon, calm down, I heard an exasperated voice say. Gemma, I shouted, jerking away from Apollo so suddenly that we both fell out of the hammock and sprinting down the steps to the beach after Gemma and Braylon. Gemma, Gemma! Brooklyn? Gemma turned around curiously. What's up? There you are. I told Braylon to tell you I need to talk to you. Gemma's confused expression made it clear that Braylon had not passed on the message. What's going on? We're losing the light, Braylon said desperately, pulling Gemma along behind him. Uh, can it wait, Brooklyn? Gemma asked, gently disentangling herself from Braylon and running back toward me. No, Gem, I need to tell you now. Is it Apollo stuff? I saw you guys on the hammock. No, I mean, yes, we were on the hammock, and I do have stuff to tell you about that. Can you just tell me tomorrow? I don't want to miss the sunset with Braylon. But no, Jem, you can't go with Braylon. Why not? Because I stuttered. Her face was shining with excitement at the thought of whatever surprise he was about to take her to. I wished I didn't have to be the one to ruin all of that for her. Gemma, come on, Braylon called. We'll chat tomorrow, Brooklyn, Gemma promised. No, no, Gem, this can't wait, I said, pulling her back. Yes, it can, Brooklyn. Gemma pulled her hand away from mine. I'm sure the Apollo situation will be just as messy tomorrow. But what? Now I was confused. Brooklyn, I've been there for you throughout all of this, but tonight I have an amazing guy who wants to do something romantic for me. Can't you just let me have that, just for one night? No, Gemma, you don't understand. No, Brooklyn, you don't understand, she said. Not everything needs to be about you all the time. I opened my mouth, but no sound came out. I felt winded. 
I don't think everything needs to be about me all the time. Good, she said, because tonight isn't. And with that, she ran off with Braylon into the dying sunlight. So what if mine is on the lonely road? What if my companion is the radio Santa had one? Not that I played the bad one, she just cut out on the road. That's the sound of my one and only in the distance now. That's the sound of my one and only how she used to sound. Can I hear it again? Thanks for listening. That's it for this episode. If you want to find out what happens next right now, subscribe for early access to all 10 episodes of Season 3 on Apple Podcasts. Otherwise, the next episode will be out next Monday at 3 a.m. Vancouver time. If you're enjoying the show, please give it five stars on Apple or Spotify, write a review, share it on social media, and tell your friends. Confessions of a New Grad is written, performed, and produced by me, Greta Craig. Rebecca Montgomery does cover and episode artwork, as well as editing the scripts. Thank you to the Canada Council for the Arts for funding this season. For accompanying illustrations, exclusive news, and extra content, you can follow the show on Instagram at newgradpodcast. You can also find more information and get in touch via our website, confessionsofanewgrad.com. Special thanks to all the musicians who allowed us to use their work in this production. You can find the soundtracks in the episode descriptions. I love interacting with you and hearing your thoughts on the show or anything at all, so please feel free to continue to reach out to me on Instagram or via the show's website. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 